0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the hybrid education series from Serotonin Speaks. As always, I'm here with Marissa Boucher, who's sharing their interview with Nora, a sophomore from Albert Einstein High School in Kensington. Hey Marissa. Hi Maya. My
1: interviews with Nora were over the course of the ever-stressful AP season, so we only managed to talk twice. We first spoke on April 12th when she was about a week from returning to school. Do you know when you'll be going back to school? Yes, I am a sophomore and... We have like a red week, blue week alternating schedule. So based on those like last name lists, I'm supposed to go back on the 19th.
0: So why did Nora decide to return to in-person school?
1: Originally, I didn't want to because I felt unsafe and I didn't feel like it would be worth the risk, but I actually got my first dose of the vaccine last week. So, and the second dose will happen right as I'm going back to school. So that makes me feel a lot safer. And also I was realizing that the benefits to in person school might outweigh the risks just because I am struggling a lot at home. Because I really sitting at the desk all day, just this is where I am, this little space, it's a couple feet. I basically spend most of my day here because I do my homework here, I do class here, I take a dance class that I take in here. And it was becoming really isolating and lonely. And the frustration that came from those feelings made it really hard to stay on top of my work. And I'm hoping that going back to in-person will help me keep up my work and stay motivated and actually pay attention in class. Since everyone's experiences are so different, I was hoping she'd elaborate a little bit more about on her grades and her mental health during virtual learning. My grades somehow are fine. I don't know how, but they're, they're, they're okay. But my mental health definitely has gotten a lot worse. Like I, I see a therapist, I've seen her for years, But we were actually, before coronavirus happened, we were kind of meeting less and less because I was doing so well, and suddenly it got difficult again to like live my life. So that was very frustrating, having to need more mental health support after I was doing well for so long. Do you think in-person school is going to help this out a little bit? I I really do, because I actually have been going back to my dance team, Palms already. A couple times a week for the past couple weeks and that I've noticed a massive improvement in just the good vibes in general like spending time outside with people who I know well and who I really trust and exercising with them like that just it does wonders for my serotonin and like for my body like I just I feel a lot better already so I feel like if I spend the whole day at school that might help even more
0: was there anything specific they were excited for
1: Yes, I'm really excited to dance in my dance studio because I'm in a dance company at Einstein and it's really, it's not fun at all to try and learn choreography and like video yourself doing it because the video performance we put out, it was great. Like we all did a good job, but it didn't feel like we accomplished anything because we weren't performing live. There was no, there was no audience. There was there were people watching it on the webinar, but I couldn't see them. So it felt like all of our work was just eh. Nora was really optimistic about in-person learning, but she also told me that her school wasn't really sending out information about how the hybrid model would look. And then she told me about some of her other concerns. Yeah, I'm I'm really not necessarily worried, but I'm really interested to see how good people actually are at social distancing and wearing masks. So far, a lot of my friends, we haven't had a problem with it, but I'm a little nervous to kind of go back on that first day and just get hit with whatever the reality is.
0: It's great that she had a really positive outlook on in-person learning. So how did your second interview go?
1: So I interviewed Nora again on June 6th, a few days after her AP exam, and about a month and a half after she'd returned to school. So what does a typical day look like for you now that you're back in person? So I actually got permission to go back full-time, so I'm back every day. And so every day of every week, I go in the morning and Usually I get to school at a point where I can just go straight to my first period class. But if you get there before like 15 minutes before class starts, you have to go to one of the common waiting areas, which in my school is the cafeteria or the back gym or the auditorium. And then I just move through class pretty much like normal, except of course I'm in a block schedule, but my school normally doesn't do that. And it's a little weird to be in the hallways because there's not that many people, but they have one way hallways, but that doesn't really doesn't really work with the size of our school. So people don't really follow like the one way stairway and hallway. I, I try to, but it doesn't work.
0: So at RM, I know most of the hallways are actually two way um, and just have like, I guess, the double yellow line where you have to stay to the right. Um, there are very few uh, hallways or staircases that are actually purely one way. But in those cases, there are people who just ignore that as well. So what other safety measures were they seeing in Einstein?
1: Everything is distanced, like all the desks. And there's a lot of hand sanitizing and wiping down of things. And there's a QR code that we're supposed to use to check in. But I don't always go to a place that has it every day. So I don't always get to do it. It's supposed to be for contact tracing, but don't well, know. And I should note at this point that there started to be some
0: background noise
1: on Nora's end because she was at home.
0: Well, you know, that's happened to all of us at some point. So was she feeling safe at her school, giving these precautions?
1: Yeah, at first I didn't because I wasn't like my two weeks after my second dose of the vaccine wasn't fully up. But now I've gotten kind of used to it. So there's less of a concern. And I've also been able to tell myself, if I don't feel safe, I'll just move to a different place. Like I've had a teacher let me eat in her classroom when I didn't feel safe in the cafeteria. Just like all the way in the back of her classroom while she was in the front of it. because. We were both vaccinated, and we made the choice that that was okay. Next, I wanted to switch gears a little and ask her about the differences between in-person and virtual learning. It's focusing definitely. I I came back in person, and it was like full one hundred and eighty change from focusing virtual versus in-person. Because even though I get I'm a pretty easily distractible person, like there's things all over that can bring me off task, but getting to look at a teacher and hear their voice, not through a screen was like, it just, it clicked instantly. And one of my most, the subjects I'm struggling most in is chemistry. And my grade was fine, but I was just like not getting it. I was just, I didn't feel interested, but I came back in person and my teacher ended up doing some labs with us just to like, keep us engaged and give something for the people at virtual to watch. And then I was like, wow, maybe I like chemistry now because I can actually understand what's happening. I'm taking chemistry this year. And just last week, we did a lab where we genuinely put a peep into a vacuum chamber to see what happened to it. And it was really fun to watch on Zoom, but it kind of made me wish i chosen to go back in person.
0: So in the first interview, they mentioned that she thought in-person learning would really boost your mental health. Did that happen?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even though not a lot of my friends are back in person, I have been able to stay after school. Well, tennis ended, but I was doing tennis and staying like that little hour watch like people would arrive and I would just have a chance to talk to people on my team. And even just the amount of productivity, it made me feel better about myself because instead of sitting in my bed and like wallowing and feeling upset, I was forced to do something and like go outside for lunch sometimes. And just the little things like getting sunlight in the middle of the day or that, being pushed to work really made me feel better about like my grades, about my learning situation and then seeing more people and talking to people who I haven't seen in a really long time and forming connections with my teachers who I haven't had the chance to talk to one-on-one that just made me feel normal in a sense. It was, it's helped a lot.
0: Well, it's really great to hear that in-person learning has helped Nora's mental health.
1: It really is. And she mentioned that she played tennis for the school. So I asked her how the spring sports season went and if they had to wear masks while playing. Yeah, well, the sp- it was kind of interesting. For a while, it was masked. But as last two weeks or so, um, the mandate, like, so I don't know what changed. But some someone in the higher ups at Maryland or NPS made the decision that athletes practicing outside don't have to wear them. And so for the last two weeks, it's kind of been... Based on the whole team's comfort level. Like if there's someone who's like, hey, I'm not feeling comfortable today, or like they can keep theirs on, other people take them off. Like just there's been it's much more relaxed because we're outside. Next, I wanted to ask about her performance in school and if her grades changed at all. They got better, I would say, because I was finishing assignments on time. <laughs> Are you like participating more in class or you're more engaged? Definitely, because I can just kind of shout stuff out now because in general, my classes tend to be relaxed when it comes to like raising your hand. It's kind of just like, do you have a point, add it in the chat, so now I can add my point out loud, and like I'm a teacher who will like bring the computer around so that the students can speak directly to the whole class. I know every teacher has been handling this sort of like, you know, hybrid structure differently. Which teacher do you think has been doing that the best, and what did they do? My teachers who've done it the best are the ones who have like a Nearpod for everybody, but allow different levels of engagement because i have one teacher who didn't really change her teaching style at all so i was kind of just on the zoom still but the teachers who have structured class so that the in-person students don't have to be on the zoom and can participate with everyone through like a Nearpod or like a central presentation has been the best there's also my ap gov teacher he made it a point to get engagement from both sides. Like for every student in person who answered a question, he would make sure that someone who was at home got a chance to like participate and like, or read their answer from the chat. So that was more like meshed together between the two groups. But there are definitely some teachers who are just like, I don't know how to do this because I don't really expect them to know how because there were there wasn't a lot of guidelines according to what I've been told, given to teachers on how to handle this. It was kind of just structure the class the way you see fit. Like, for example, my math teacher, he's, like, writing. He's a document camera. I still have to be able to Zoom to look at the document camera because it's not like he can broadcast it to the Zoom and the Promethean. Like, that's just not how it works.
0: You mentioned that they took an AP test. Did in-person learning change the way she studied for that?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it was more of a regulated environment. Because um, even though I tested at home, so you'd think I should practice more of, like, the writing, for example, at home. Practicing the writing in school was really helpful because there was absolutely nothing to draw my attention away from my task. So it got me used to just writing these FRQs, for example, for APGov without any interruption. And it was also helpful because my teacher was right there so I could say, hey, I'm finished. Can you read this? And then it it was instant feedback rather than like trying to email him after class with my answer or waiting for him to grade it on Canvas. So I interviewed Nora over the course of two months, and I really wanted to know if her mindset had changed at all over that time. Yeah, I appreciate it much more because I. there are definitely times last year when I was a freshman when I was like, oh, man, I wish I could just stay home today and just do my work and do nothing. But I'm like, no, 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 I really don't want to do that anymore. Like I find on the check-in days, especially, I don't even go to my check-ins because it's not worth it because I know I won't get anything out of it. Like I might go this, like on the last week, the last day of school, just to say goodbye to my teachers. But I found that once I went back in person, virtual became worse to me. Like before I got permission to come back full time, I was doing the hybrid and the, the virtual weeks, I basically spent in person making up work that I didn't do during the virtual week. Like it was a very vicious cycle of not, not good mental health, of just bad things. And when I got back full time every week, it all like that, all those problems just dissolved.
0: So, you had two really interesting interviews with Nora. So, what stood out to you? I think the thing
1: that stood out most was how big a difference in person instru- instruction made for them. You know, for a lot of people, virtual learning maybe wasn't that big a change or didn't really have that many impacts. But for some people like Nora, it really did. And, you know, she showed how getting back in the building. Helped her a lot more than I could have imagined as someone who stayed virtual.
0: Yeah, I mean, pretty much all of our interviewees have shared success stories, but this one was like a bigger success than most in in terms of the difference between virtual and in-person. So what did you learn about Nora's mental health?
1: Well, during the first interview, they told me about how they'd been in a bad place during virtual learning, and it really felt like she was sliding backwards um, during quarantine. And, you know, in the second interview, she was talking about how great everything was and how much better she'd been able to focus and to see someone on the other side of a fall like that and to know that in-person learning really helped with that was really impactful for me to hear. And I'm so happy for them.
0: And that's all for episode five of the Serotonin Speaks hybrid education series. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe to Serotonin Speaks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And please recommend the show.
1: For more mental health related content, you can check out the Serotonin Says website, serotoninsays.com. There you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter and support Mental Health America by buying our
0: merch. You can also follow us on social media at at Serotonin Says. This episode was edited by Marissa Boucher and hosted by me, Maya Siegel. Thanks to Nora for two awesome interviews. Thanks, as always, to the rest of the serotonin squad. And most of all, thanks to you for listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. See you next week for the last episode of our hybrid education series.